This is exactly right. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. I hope you're having a nice day. I, I'm, you know, just doing my thing. I had a slightly larger breakfast than usual, so I had a slightly smaller lunch than usual. Just a reminder, if you're for the billionaires listening, that each uh, episode you listen to is a five hundred thousand dollars. So just feel free to, you know, do what you need to do to get that money to me. When the time is, uh, when the time comes. But in the meantime, I just want you to relax. I want you to enjoy, and I want you to welcome our guest. Our guest today. I'm so happy to have her. I'm switching to gallery view on Zoom just so I can see an even bigger picture of her. Lizzie Cooperman, welcome Bridger. to I Said No Gifts. I'm feeling the gallery view. <laughs> Can you just feel the warmth of the gallery? I've never felt it more in my life. I prefer a gallery view. Bridger, I'll tell you what I don't prefer is the helicopter swarming outside my window. <laughs> it feels like it's orbiting my skull. I know you can't hear it. I'm yeah, relieved hear it. that you can't. We, uh, uh, Lizzie, it's me. I'm in the I'm helicopter. <laughs> the podcast is now being broadcast. Stephen is driving or piloting the helicopter. Oh, my That's God. That's a new aspect of the show. We just circle the guest's home. It so feels I like you guys you are mowing a lawn in my soul. <laughs> I can't like, hear it at all. It's so, I mean, what an interesting thing that it's just, I mean, I could see your hair blowing in the wind from the helicopter and I can't even oh hear it. Oh my God. So <laughs> you've got thin walls, Lizzie. I do. I do. How are you? I'm good. I do feel like I'm living inside Stomp the Musical or something <laughs> these days. There's always like a jackhammer, a helicopter. Oh, jeez. I think you saw there was a peacock infestation. Right. Outside my apartment, peacocks would just come and plop themselves down, <laughs> kind of like nestling on top of our cars. Oh, what? On top of the cars? Yes. How long and I needed to for? go somewhere and I, I was afraid to approach my vehicle. Of course, because peacock is almost like dinosaur level size. It's a large right. bird. Right. Are they? Not as large, however, as the turkey we were served on Thanksgiving last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You and I shared uh, two meals on Thanksgiving in 2019. We had two meals on Thanksgiving. It was. The uh, well, oh, yeah. Ahead. First, we went to Castles with Matt Ingebrigtsen. Right. And we had a diner style morning. Beautiful breakfast. Two Beautiful meals breakfast. in one day. More than I've, I mean, two meals in a restaurant in one day, which is more than I've had in the last, how many months has it been? Six months. Oh my God, Bridger. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Horrifying. And then the one we had at night. Well, yeah, we went like to that place. Massive downtown. quantities. Yes. <laughs> we had like a meal for a family of five. 
It was like we were tiny people in like Hagrid's house. <laughs> we're like, thank you, being gracious as they just plop down like vats of potatoes and turkey, like and a moat of, of gravy. <laughs> it felt incredible. I would I, I really would, did. I would have that Thanksgiving dinner right now. I would oh, do anything God. to be in a restaurant eating a dinner. Roger, I would too. I can't believe it. I'm thinking about all the times I said, you know what? I think I'm just going to stay in tonight. Oh, of course. (laughs) Isn't it? (laughs) I was saying to Jim this morning, I was like, if we ever get back to any level of normalcy, I need, I need like a little, uh, to wrap something around my finger to just remind myself that it's wonderful to be in public around other people. To take the, to be oh so thankful to be able to sit in a restaurant without fear. I know. Well, luckily, I got you a piece of string. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I know. Um, okay, but I want to get back to peacocks for just one minute because. Yeah. So, how did you get eventually get it off your car? It, I just. It was just a matter of time. It was all just a waiting game. <laughs> what and. But but they were there for it was it was like a week. At first, I thought there was a child in pain outside my window. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, f- flag that for follow up. Okay, okay, flag f- flagging flag. children in pain for follow up. Flag children in pain. I've got an incredibly entertaining story about them. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was hearing this noise like outside my window and i thought god it doesn't sound like a bird it sounded like a human i'm not doing a great peacock impression i'm sorry i'm not frank caliendo i'm just (laughs) one woman over here okay (laughs) there will be no vegas residency there will be no vegas residency flag vegas for (laughs) follow-up flagging children in pain flagging vegas flagging reno (laughs) flag children in pain flag vegas I kept hearing the sound outside, but I wasn't going outside a lot at the time. This was kind of like um, before I gradually started going insane right, and because, started you know, opening the door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just was inside, you know, wondering what could that noise be? And I had to go somewhere. I went out to my car and just a giant peacock. I don't even know. I'm going to say larger than toddler size because okay. this peacock was. Uh, I'm going to use a word I love here. En bon point. Oh, I don't know this word. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Au bon point. I looked up that word once when I was writing some short story. I look, I was looking at thesaurus for kind of like heavy set. Right. And I really love that. It's like E-M-B-O-N point. Oh, interesting. I've never... E-N. There's a yeah. 60% chance I'm making that up. <laughs> <laughs> no one would look into that. That I've somehow <laughs> conjured this word out of a non-existent memory. It feels memory, real. It feels like a real French phrase, you know. It does. Like I feel like it conjures, you know, images of, you know, aprons and kind of like, you know, flower adorned. Oh yeah, face. of course. Like flower on the hands, and we're kneading yes. dough <laughs> or putting pastry into tins or something. Exactly. Exactly. Or maybe we're just thinking of uh, Obam. Pan? Is that the uh, <laughs> is that the cafe franchise? What I'm thinking is au bon pain. Look it up. When you have time, look it up. <laughs> Try it the next time you're in an airport. Oh my god. I heard I once went to this healer. I went and saw this healer in the basement of a Marriott hotel. And <laughs> flag it for follow-up. 
he <laughs> used a word that I knew didn't exist. He kept going, and the thing is, we have the deliverability right here. It's the deliverability of the universe. And it was mm-hmm. the kind of thing where I was like, I can't really pull out my phone because I'm supposed to be, you know, taking in all this healing. Right. And also you shouldn't whip out your phone in the middle of a presentation. <laughs> But he made it sound so convincing that now I almost feel it's a word. You know, he it endowed like, it with so much meaning. And it was, I mean, the power of the universe to be delivered. Is that what we're talking about here? What? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, was it deliverability? Interesting. But that, I, I don't think that's... Holy grasp what that could yeah, do Yeah, if that were a word, or... I would have used it upwards of 13 <laughs> times in my Amazon chats I've been having. <laughs> I posted yesterday, I ordered like a probiotic and it came in this box that looked like it had been like in a boxing ring. Right. It just torn up, shredded, destroyed. destroyed. I'm like, the deliverability gets (laughs) zero stars. (laughs) I'd like to speak to a manager about it. Of course. Wait, but I'm not not letting us get away from the child-sized peacock sitting on your car. Okay, yes. Huge. I mean... Just sitting in its glory. And it wasn't a colorful one, so it wasn't like... Oh, was it a male know. peacock then? Is that how it works? Or is it... I think no, the females female, are colorful. Female, yeah, or kind of... Yeah, everything in the animal kingdom is kind of flipped. Like, don't aren't the male ones... Yeah, the male are, the are always much more colorful and uh, flamboyant. Right. And right. the females are just always kind of bland looking, which is... They're just like, I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like... I'm not getting ready. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, well, lately I feel like a true female in the animal kingdom, like (laughs) letting my, the other day I was like looking at my hair and I'm like, I want it to be less duck colored. Duck colored? You know, because I haven't dyed it in so long. It's great. It's It's like almost black. It's really terrific looking right now. (laughs) See? (laughs) It's almost black. (laughs) Uh I have blonde hair, Richard. It looks almost black. The, uh, no, the that's zoom, good. The zoom is making it look darker on top. <laughs> I'm using this podcast as evidence in a lawsuit. <laughs> Bridget Weiniger on I Said No Gifts said it was black. <laughs> you promise me, Beach Bottle. <laughs> beach Blonde. <laughs> beach. There's another B word in there. I don't know what it is. Okay, so the you want to hear more? Okay, so the yes, I need to know how it got. just wasn't. And I'm like, is it even safe to go near the car? I took a picture. I did like a little video of it. It's on my Instagram of just approaching it. And then, of course, I went on a Google tear. How to get rid of peacocks. Okay. How to deter them. I almost bought a car cover because I read an article that said the peacock sees its reflection specifically in black cars. Oh, it thinks another peacock is in the car or something? It thinks it sees either it's it's just obsessed with its reflection. So it'll be like, just start pecking furiously at the top of your car. So I'm like, okay, this, by the way, and I'm not going to flag this for follow-up. You know, I bought this car that already had a million problems. Right. Oh, Remember, yeah, I bought this car yes. that I didn't know had this defect. It essentially felt like it was a ticking time bomb. <laughs> it was a ticking like time a- bomb. Someone was like, oh, you bought a 2016 Kia Soul? Um, yeah, those have been spontaneously bursting into flames. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. Anyway. Luckily, I haven't had to drive it a lot. My the chances of You're that happening have gone down. Protected by peacocks, they're keeping you from. 
I like that. Maybe that's why it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this pe. I just don't understand. These peacocks are suddenly just storming cities. Where are they coming from? I think the migration patterns are changing. Oh, um, because of glo- global warming and because of COVID. I also read that. Yeah, I mean, you've seen like the videos of you know. Uh, alligators, you know, hanging out on mini golf courses and stuff. Wait, like like recently? I mean, not that specifically, but there have been all these videos of like, look, the animal kingdom is now kind of taking over because there's no one in the streets. Oh, right, right. They can go and they're not scared of going out at Mm -hmm. night. And also, you know, so us staying in, it's bringing pollution levels down. Right. You know, and it's also changing things. Also in New York, I read that rats. So we're still flagging peacocks for follow-up. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, now we're on to rats and I'm absolutely oh, horrified of rats. So I need to hear whatever you're Oh, okay. Well, I've learned a lot about rats lately, okay. actually. I heard they're, they can be a great pet. Uh, they Apparently they are. They're uh, deeply intelligent or something. But I've also, I didn't realize um, rats can get breast cancer. No, That's a, uh, that happened to my I, uh, my cousin uh, as a kid had a rat and ended up with breast cancer. So I, I don't know. Do with that information what you will. Roger. But rats uh, contain multitudes. How was that? I, I don't treat. Okay. I don't know what to say. Cousin Alexandra, we're not making light of the rat having breast cancer, but right, it was right. a shocking revelation. No, I'm I am shocked. <laughs> but rats, I mean, they're deeply intelligent. Which makes them even more terrifying. Right. You know, what else is there to say about rats that carry disease? Oh, my God. They're gnawing through our walls as we speak. The rats in New York are not getting enough food because the restaurants aren't putting out their garbage. Oh, boy. Oh, no. And what does this lead to? They're out scurrying for the cure. (laughs) (laughs) Scurry for the cure. Bridger, the rats. So they're they're not getting enough food from the restaurants, like their garbage and stuff. So they're eating each other. Oh, good. They've resorted to cannibalism. I'm, I, you know, I might take some heat from this, but I, you know, New York <laughs> sewer rats, go ahead and eat each other. I can do without you. You're like, I'm not gonna throw that result out of bed. <laughs> 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 You're into it. <laughs> I've had some up close and personal interactions with New York rats, and every one of them has, well, actually, and Los Angeles rats. Let's be honest. I had a, a rat run across my feet in Los Angeles. Really? Oh, I was on my way to the grocery store at about 11 p.m. It's walking down the street, and suddenly a rat runs out of the street and over my feet. I ran full speed into Ralph's and spent an hour in there despite only needing one item. I was. Horrified. Like, which was Swiss cheese. To go back and give it the meal of a life. I was trying to think, what does this rat want at 11 o'clock? It needs a midnight snack. Oh my God. See, the thing about the rat for me is, I, it's the tail that. Oh, of course. That bothers me. Tail it's and the teeth. naked. Yeah. Get rid of those two things with a rat. Right. You've got right. an okay yes. rodent. It's not, it's like a giant, you know, it's basically a. What is it at that point? A guinea pig or something. Right. I'm not okay. thrilled about a so, guinea pig, but I'm not terrified of them. Something crazy that's been happening to me, speaking of this environment I'm living in, being like Stomp the Musical, mm-hmm. there was a noise coming from 
like behind my refrigerator going, oh God, now I'm going to attempt another animal sound on your lovely <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Listener beware. It was like, <gasps> it sounded like a cat purring. Okay. And I was like, is there a cat stuck behind my refrigerator? This was an apartment that I had to buy a refrigerator. And I thought, oh, oh maybe sure. it's just, you know, maybe when they put in their refrigerator, they it pressed the up cat. against. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And I told my friend, I said, I know this sounds crazy, but I feel like there's a cat stuck in my wall. Oh, boy. She goes, Lizzie, that's not. Or she said, your neighbors probably have a cat. Right. I said, otherwise, it's my refrigerator, but it's making this crazy noise. Smash cut to two months later. Picture it. I call my landlord to ask him if I can get a dog because I'm assuming other people in the building have pets. Right. He says, there are no pets allowed in the building. Oh, no. I truly think there's a cat living in my wall. Oh, (laughs) This is kind of a like I don't know. discovering this is like getting Charlotte Perkins yellow wallpaper. Yeah, this territory. is very much like she died fifty years ago. <laughs> she no one's seen her since. And you've been you know. Wow. So there might be a cat. Do you hear the noise all the time or is it just every once in a while? Every once in a while. I'll just hear <gasps> coming from be- it's gotta be the refrigerator. I think it's the it's- fridge. I I mean our fridge is now making kind of a <laughs> Okay. This is now the sound effects podcast. So. Do you think our refrigerators are just like, I can't believe you're using me? <laughs> <laughs> the sound effects podcast. We bring in a Foley artist. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> there was a horse clopping down the street. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe it is, you know, because, uh, you know, since the quarantine, uh, I mean, you, you've been in my... You've stayed in my apartment, and for a long time, the only thing that was in there was yes. coffee, water, and milk, and maybe occasionally, uh, actually, uh, like celery. So now right. I've got a fridge with food because I have to cook at home. Maybe that's the problem. God, I can't believe I didn't know your refrigerator like this. Wait. I feel like your refrigerator like went off to camp, became uh, a different person, <laughs> came back, and now it's like, yeah, I'm not like, I'm not I like learned, that. I learned some things. Yeah, I'm totally different now. Yeah, my fridge actually has like enough ingredients to make something that resembles a meal. Maybe not like an incredible feast, but you know, on it's occasion incredible. I can make something. You made some wet meatballs that you told me about? I've made some wet meatballs. I've made some (laughs) decent meatballs. I've made so many meatballs, it's insane. But it's an easy thing to make. I mean, Mm. you you go buy some ground turkey, you throw in some what have you, breadcrumbs and egg and whatever seasonings, and suddenly you've got meatballs. Wow, your refrigerator's not the only one who changed at camp. (laughs) 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 Refrigerator. Oh, By the way, you looked so svelte when I dropped off your gift oh, yesterday. Geez. I was like, whatever he's doing, I know you said you've been like playing Mortal Kombat with a <laughs> selfie ring light or whatever you're doing. You had something that oh, you're like, I'm using a I ring have, I, and a video game. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you about this yesterday? I, no, you told me about it a few weeks ago. Well, I'll, I mean, it's this thing, and this is not an advertisement, but it's called Ring Fit Adventure. And it's a video game where you, you know, uh, you've got like a yoga ring and it's insane, but it's wonderful. I'm having a terrific time playing this thing and it's a legitimate exercise. It took me forever to track one down because everyone wants exercise equipment in quarantine. 
this thing's incredible. I don't know. What Do you, is there a goal? Are you a character? Yeah. I, well, currently I'm a woman in like a sports bra and, uh, you know, exercise pants who's running through a fantasy world. And, you know, there are mo- like, like, uh, muscle head monsters you have to defeat. But in the meantime, you like have to jog in place. And then you like have to press the ring in or pull it out or like to do ver- a variety of things. You're doing squats. It's like by the end, I'm covered in sweat. Jim is deeply annoyed. And. <laughs> Do you do this with headphones or is it? Uh, No, there's sound coming from the TV and I won't. Okay, so like you get to play piano for one hour if I get to play, (laughs) what is it called? Ring Fit Adventure. I hope I'm getting, somebody send me some money or something for talking about Ring Fit Adventure. Yeah, seriously, have you mentioned it? Yeah, yeah. It's really, I like, I'm not somebody who enjoys exercise at all. In fact, exercise usually makes me like legitimately angry while i'm exercising i think because like maybe adrenaline has kicked in and i'm mad but this i'm like concentrating on running through the forest or what have you <laughs> and That's so incredible. i think i've run like 12 miles in my apartment at this point it's insane <laughs> i've run 12 miles in my apartment <laughs> i don't know what's happening um, you're scurrying for the cure i am scurrying for the cure <laughs> I'll scurry. I, I was going to mention, I uh, I forgot to tell you that I did have a rat as a pet in first grade. I um So I am a... Way uh, to bury the lead, Bridget. I know. Uh, it was, you know, it was at the height of Ninja Turtles mania, and I wanted a turtle, but my mom told me I would get salmonella poisoning. So for whatever reason, she thought it would be better to get a rat. The, mo- the, the animal known to carry the most disease. <laughs> So I had this rat, uh, and uh, because there's of course a rat character in the Ninja Turtles, and then it escaped to live in our garage. I think got rabies. I mean, and that's when the the fear of this creature began because you know, oh, you know, the rat turned on me. So <laughs> there you go. I can't. I've now revealed that rats can get breast cancer and they can escape. So I'm. I feel like maybe it's not a great pet. But maybe they might are. Be the I year don't want of the rat. What's we that? might be living in the year of the rat. Oh, is this the year of the rat? No. It might be pig. I may have been uh, born in the year of the rat. I'm not. I can't be sure. Okay. What is that? I feel like you would. You should know this. I know. That's it, that's know, a lot of pressure. That's Bridger. a lot of pressure to put on you. Uh, <laughs> we dub in the correct answer and post. It's just a robot voice, voice going year of the lion. <laughs> okay, there's no. Is there? Um, well, um, you did uh, mention that you came by my place yesterday, and uh, it was the first time I had seen you. Since the uh, collapse of Earth. Um, right. And, you know, of course, this podcast is called I Said No Gifts. And so, and we've been in touch, you know, since right. all of this began. And then we, of course, got in touch about you being on this podcast. And you men- you asked for my mailing address. And I foolishly just gave it to you. I don't know. I'm a, Maybe I'm naive. <laughs> Um, and you didn't then, know how dangerous I was, right? You know, and <laughs> for sure, people like, and foolishly, you. I gave it. To you. <laughs> um, and then um, <laughs> you started contacting me in the last few days as the podcast closed in, and you you mentioned that you had uh, you had purchased a gift online for me, and of course, my blood started to simmer. I wouldn't say boil, but did begin to simmer. I had told you no gifts. Fine, whatever. We'll still do the podcast. Then as the time closes in, you say the gift is in Reno. So I'm thinking, Liz is going to all this trouble. I sh- uh, what's happening? Then you say, can I come by your house yesterday? You come by. 
you're holding this beautifully wrapped what i assume it's a it looks to be a gift is but the gift the item from reno hasn't even arrived so now lizzie are these gifts <laughs> I, I just have to ask are these gifts for me these gifts are for you bridger oh okay uh, these gifts are for you. should i do you want me to i mean obviously the one is still we're getting back to reno we flagged that it's still between reno and los angeles um right but it's right. spinning on a Russian roulette table right now. <laughs> it's I, having the time of its life. Have you been to Reno? I don't know. You've never been I to Reno? I feel like I've driven through Reno. Okay. Been to, have you? I've been to Reno a couple times. I was there in fourth grade. I went on a business trip with my dad. We drove from Salt Lake to Boise to Reno. You're like, it was for my business. My dad just came along. <laughs> Child gambler. I had a rat vaccination company. <laughs> It was a, a conference for rat vaccinations and children gamblers. Um, no, I did. Do, I guess I did do child gambling there because we went to Circus Circus, which is famously oh, right. the casino for children. And I, you know, won a lot of stuffed animals. That's all I can really recall oh, about that really? trip to Reno. That's so funny. I never knew that's what Circus Circus was. I mean, it's it's like it is a casino, but they also have like a giant arcade facility and oh, okay. like a trash. Wait, there was park. one in my. OK, so are all the other Circus Circuses like rip? Like, is it are they is it a chain? I don't I know if there's one in Las Vegas and I want I'm at least as of me in fourth grade there was one in reno they, they guys this is urgent comment in. below yeah please is circus circus a casino casino <laughs> or not casino casino that's another casino circus circus owners reach out let us know if you're still in business <laughs> just um whatever other details might be pertinent to this conversation <laughs> are you thinking of another circus circus or are you thinking of well, there was one in Minnesota w what? that was an arcade. Oh, that was just called Circus Circus that wasn't a casino. And it was casino. called Circus Circus. And I'm like, were they ripped? Like, was this a... I mean, it had to have been the same company. Why is it called Circus Circus? Is that a reference to something? Am I missing a pun or... or I don't understand why it couldn't just be called Circus or Circus Hotel. <laughs> circus Zone or... <laughs> circus Zone. I don't know. <laughs> um, it may be a chain for all we know. I mean, I'm willing right. to do the research and put in the time. Okay, um, that will have We've, to happen. Yeah, I'm, off I am podcast. curious. But as far as I know, the two circus circuses, and I don't know, I've been in both, but I have both are casinos and both are for children as well. Okay, um, this one wasn't a casino. Okay, yet. Okay, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Until you get your hands on it. <laughs> I would love to become a casino owner. <laughs> Never give up. Never give up. I, Do you gamble? <laughs> I really enjoy slot machines. Oh, interesting. I think they're fun. I like the ones with a theme. Right. You know, I did pretty well on a Wizard of Oz one once. Oh, you're kidding. That's great. Where the Emerald City music would come on. Okay. Um, and then I went to Vegas with friends once. And actually, um, yeah, it was a Russian roulette where you throw the dice. Right, right. Well, uh, I think that's actually just or, called or roulette. That... I think Russian roulette is the one that involves suicide. Wait, I feel like it's called something else. Oh, yeah, Russian roulette. <laughs> I put an apple on my head and my friend shot it off. <laughs> Here, let me show you the scar. <laughs> oh, I forgot this is a podcast. <laughs> we'll put the scar on Instagram. Lizzie had one of her ears blown clean off <laughs> in the middle of a crowded casino. 
<laughs> no, the game the, with the spinning wheel is roulette. Okay. That game, I was doing well on it. I think I made a couple hundred dollars. And my friend told me they sent someone to cool off the Oh, energy. the cooler. Yes. Yes. I didn't want to say cooler because I was thinking, is that... I think you know, that's what they're called, right? Yeah. Yes, I think it is. I, I don't know why. I they sent that. a cooler to change the energy and it did change the energy. <laughs> and as soon as the... They said, yeah, they sent that guy over to stand next to you. I wonder what that is. Is that superstition or is that just like to make the gambler nervous or... I think it's real because it's also the kind of thing where once you also, I think, admit to yourself that you're winning, that's when it starts to go downhill. Right. That's probably hugely superstitious and a metaphor for my life. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever I think, I'm on a roll. (laughs) I think that's actually true. The moment that you're like, oh, things are going well, things will absolutely fall apart. Right. The minute you admit it or, you know, saying, I'm writing a best-selling novel, you'll never write another word. Oh, of course not. Of course not. You've got things have to stoke their power a little bit. Yes. You've got to have that little bit of uh, hopelessness or uh, fear. Yes. I'm also that now tension just, creates a heat. Yeah, I'm imagining you uh, at a Wizard of Oz slot machine and them sending a cooler for that situation. I wonder what that looks. Do they have coolers for slot machines? Somebody just sits next to you and starts smoking heavily, or what? <laughs> I don't know. Someone in a shredded shirt that says "Just do it" <laughs> with a cigarette with a three-inch ash hanging off. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the gift is obviously we've got to get back to this right. gift here because I don't want to. Uh, we've got to get into it. <laughs> just do it. I'm going to open this. I'm going to open this okay. on the podcast. And oh my god! I also just want to say I can't believe that there's also something coming from Reno. I mean, yes, this is the backup gift. I cannot. There should you know, but th- and so this is a. I said no gifts first. Where this is one of two items and we'll have to do an update in the future or something i thought you were gonna say where there was the most difficult bow to untie in the history of gifts (laughs) my hands are bleeding okay i'm opening this white uh bag that has beautiful gold ribbon we'll pull this out near the microphone oh it seems like there are two items that was the gift That's not a bad idea. What I thought you, you all just beautiful tissue paper. People who tell you to keep the bow. Oh, I've never had that done. Are you going to throw that away? The <laughs> passive aggressive. Uh, I did pay f- extra for the bow. <laughs> I will say I'm, I actually am, uh, especially not on a podcast when I'm opening a gift, maybe too careful unwrapping gifts. I'm very, oh. I open them gingerly, try to protect the paper. I don't know where that's coming from. But mm. there are two items in here. I'm going to take out the first one. Okay. See, it's wrapped in tissue. Hmm, I can smell something through the tissue. So, who knows <laughs> what this could possibly be? Oh, this is some sort of crystal. Bridger, this is a tower of selenite. This is beautiful. Okay. Tell me about this. I, I mean, well, I'm truly just like my breath has been <laughs> taken away because it's genuinely it's a large crystal or uh, I mean, you'll explain what it is, but it's like I, it's got a good density to it. And it's almost like a little ice fortress or something. Mm. By the way, I haven't seen this yet because I just said, do you have anything? I, I mean, I described what I wanted. And so I'm seeing it for the first time, too. Oh, OK. Well, I'm going to hold it up to the camera. 
Oh, wow. You take a look at it. Looks like um, the planet Krypton. Right. I could, you could uh, easily build some sort of fortress deep within these walls <laughs> and uh, live there for eternity. I want to smell it. I, I love think- that. Well, this is a companion piece okay. also. I think it might be the other, the other piece thing, that but- was letting off the scent, right. which I did notice when I handed you the bag and thought, I'm really giving it away here. I didn't smell it. I don't know course. if you'll know what the other item is either. I think okay. you will, but I don't know. Tell me about this item. So this item, um, it is used for clearing energy. Okay. And um, it, it's a crystal that's used. So it, we were talking about moving and the possibility of right. you moving recently. You and I are both kind of in the process of moving. We are both in the process of moving. And so the, these are both things for a new home and to oh. put this in to kind of clear out the old energy. Oh, that's great. Um, and there are also people who after they have, you know, by the way, this whole gift could be called placebo effect. However, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's value. To, there's a lot of value to a placebo effect. I do too. And so uh, I, there are um, videos on selenite of people kind of moving it around their bodies. Okay. Um, maybe after a toxic interaction or something that you just kind of want to let go of. This After this um, podcast. After this podcast. <laughs> Lizzie brought a dark energy and I have got to clear that away. <laughs> For sure. You, so you basically would like move it around your body as okay. soon as we hang up. And it'll cut, you know, psychic cords between us. It'll kind of give you just like a feeling of like purity. Oh, maybe I can, uh, maybe this will also be kind of a removal of my current uh, apartment complex because it does have its ups and downs. And there are a lot of downs that will eventually have to be removed once I get out of here. But the feel of this is so lovely in my fingers. It's kind of just barely rough. I wish you could feel it. Someday you will. You're like, Edie's going to love chewing on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> you see me toss it off. And you immediately throw it to the dog. My dog is just destroying this crystal. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, she eats a lot of paper. So, no, I, oh, right. I feel like this is not something she's going to want to eat. But usually, I mean, I've, I've received, I have received a couple of crystals from other friends, which are usually about, you know, this big. And they're kind of things that get put in my desk drawer and... I mean, God bless the friends that have given them sure. to me, but uh, this is almost a, a little, you know, this can be placed sculpture. and displayed. It's beautiful. I'm like, it's sculptural. Like, I tell you what's good about the gift. <laughs> <laughs> the person who tells you, you know, you could also use it for <laughs> pizza dough roller, dough roller. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm going to use it as a dough roller. <laughs> you know what I'd use it for? Curling iron. That's me, though. <laughs> and you can really do anything with it. Wrap your bangs around it. <laughs> now you you are, um, are a bit of a crystal collector is that correct i'm gonna say crystals are not a big part of my repertoire mm. this is you know i i have crystals okay um i put one in my bra once that fell out at the glendale galleria <laughs> <laughs> so i don't want to put this crystal in my bra oh no what it's was lost it? somewhere in an h&m dressing room at the moment <laughs> What was the goal of having that in your bra? It's quarantining there. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't, truly don't remember. It was a small one, though. I mean, that sounds so uncomfortable. Obviously, my love life was at a low point. <laughs> a man undresses me and just crystals just pour out of my bosom. Just this treasure trove. 
He's just buried in jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> um, that, Scrooge that's, McDuck. Uh, could you feel the crystal in your bra or did you forget? About no, it was like, I think it was pretty flat. So okay. I, I've had crystals. They aren't, you know, I am more of a, and I'm in no, the, the thing is, you know, I have, there are two, I have two sides, like everyone part right. of, you know, I hold skepticism. You're but very two faced. I'm extremely two-faced. Watch out, <laughs> listeners. After this podcast, I hang up and I go on, I said, gifts, please. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> so um, No, but you do have, a, I think this is an interesting thing about you because I think yeah, you can explain, but you have a deep interest in a lot of this sort of right. world, but I feel like there's yes. also... Uh, yeah, a skepticism, maybe. Right, I do tarot. I make fun of tarot. Right, also. I mean, I just don't like to take anything really too seriously. However, tarot for me is less uh, about you know telling someone what will happen in their future and more about just like a snapshot of the moment. Right, and I just think it's a really fun thing to do. And if you find meaning in it, that it can help you and guide you, and maybe. Cr- uh, cause you to become more in tune with your own feelings based on the images before you. Right. It's just a moment to reflect and mm-hmm. think about what's going on now. Yes. And then maybe if there's like a peek into the future, you can right. enjoy it and maybe Yoo-hoo. not count on it. I'm the future. <laughs> <laughs> a seductive future. <laughs> You've uh, read my tarot before. You, uh, we were in a tiki bar in Palm Springs, yes. and it was fantastic. It really, you were you do an excellent job reading tarot. Thank you. you I love doing that. Don't you do tarot? Uh, you do it on Cameo, right? I do tarot on Cameo as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Incredible. And I also do it as this character I do, Mountain Schwartz. Right. So you can get guys. I mean, there's a menu of options. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm doing like that with a headset on right now is so funny. <laughs> like you're at a drive-through window. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, no, you uh, have you had any weird interactions on Cameo? Has it been? What's that experience been like? Well, um, I've enjoyed it for the most part. Oh, great! I will say it is kind of you know I did raise my price slightly because okay. I was charging, you know, $15 or something. And I'd have to like do a reading, right. put on makeup and on these days where I feel like I just don't want to arrive and appear anywhere. Right. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I do enjoy it. Oh, I should order a cameo from you. Maybe that's my next step. <laughs> um, also Ruth Bader Ginsburg health has been shaky. I know. It's been bad for business. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> That's what, what if I'm like, please, Ruth, stay alive. My I need cameo my cameo. Depends on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, should I open the next element of this gift? Yeah, I, I think I think you should. Okay, let's. Because it ties into the first. Ooh, it's one. a little bit lighter. Can be a little more careful with this mm, one. Yeah. Okay, we're opening. We're opening. We're opening. Mm. I don't want to destroy... I can smell it through Zoom. Oh, this is beautiful. This is a beautiful... Is it sage? It is sage. This is... I've um like been given free sage by like a hotel I'll stay at, which is about uh, two... Uh, like an inch long. This is like a right. genuinely beautiful sage. Thank you. Do you... Uh, 
Do you say your apartment? <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> loving the Thank thing for- I have not glimpsed <laughs> or picked out on my own. <laughs> it smells incredible. It smells beyond sage, actually. It's like, mm. I wonder if there's another... Is sage an herb? What is sage? Sage is an herb. And it was actually originally, I believe, used as a healing herb by, I think, the Egyptians for like digestive health. Really? And then I think Native Americans were the first to use it for smudging and clearing energies of new spaces. Oh, okay. So... Is sage ever ending up in food? Yes. I'm trying to think of what food you put sage in. I think so, right? I don't know. I think I, I don't think know. I, very I think it might be in competition podcast. with rosemary a little bit. Oh, but you're never gonna rosemary your apartment. But to say you're never gonna rosemary your apartment. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> you're putting these limits on yourself. You're always putting these limits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found. Never- I, uh, the great thing about sage is that you know, obviously has kind of these new age or whatever properties, but it also has the wonderful. Both of these actually have. The wonderful element of being just practically nice. One will make your home or apartment smell nice. Right. Baseline, that's what you're getting. If you get the right. supernatural properties or what have you, fantastic. Um, well, the reason I added the selenite tower, mm. honestly, was because I was like, oh, I'll get him a big... Th- okay, I'm not going to lie. I did text your boyfriend, Jim, and I asked him what your birthday was because I was going to do your birth chart. Oh. Then... Now, this is my journey with all oh, of Oh, I like the I'll peek behind the curtain of a gift giver. After finding out that your gift was living it up in Las Vegas, <laughs> in <laughs> Reno, I called the shipper. I called UPS. Oh. They told me to call each other. And I was like, you know Unbelievable. what? That's not good enough. We're going to take this to the next level. Call Jim. I was about to do your birth chart and I said, let me just make sure my printer that I haven't used once since I've lived in this apartment (laughs) is still going. And it's not. It was shooting blanks. You get like, everyone gets like four uses out of a printer. That should just be put on, printed on the box. (laughs) (laughs) Printer is the biggest scam of all time. Like, how have we not gotten the technology that to get an efficient printer by now? I don't understand. I know. I try. Anyway. Okay, so the, the so birth then, chart was off. So then I thought, oh, the sa- what about something for his apartment? Then I thought, sage. And then I had an image of you lighting it on fire and Jim going, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying Jim. Jim's open and wonderful and beautiful. But also but for some reason, I was like, highly emotional and reactive. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> I was like, what if Bridger was just like smoking up? <laughs> like, I don't know. Or what if there was something, you know, and so I thought, well, let me give them something just really solid to balance it out. Right. They have options. Let me give you options for clearing the space. Well, I think I can do both. I've say, I've I think used so too. my miniature sages before to great success, especially when our downstairs neighbors were just smoking. They're gone now. Um, but, you know, they, oh. they were, I think they were <laughs> running a bar or something. Uh, you do you remember the smell? Yes, it, it was like you know Abercrombie pumps cologne. Your neighbor pumps weed directly into your apartment. <laughs> but then it got beyond weed, and it was just cigarette smoke. And it was just like at least weed has like some level of it smells kind of like a plant oh, right. or something. But uh, when it got to cigarettes, it was just like well now you're just assaulting me. This is unfair. yeah, that's not good. Uh, but they're gone now, 
and I wish them the best. Uh, they were scary. Have you gone up and going out on your balcony? Have I not been going out? Have you been going out? Sorry, I, I'm number. only asking things in negative, double <laughs> negatives now. Have you not been up going outside? <laughs> You're the riddle what? master. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> what? Speaking of which, remember I was like, oh, I'll write you a riddle for the other <laughs> yes. present. You can try to guess. You have a riddle? I only wrote three lines and then I was like, I can't I couldn't think of a little Please. thing that rhymed. But I'll tell you the, the three lines. Riddle. I'll read it like, okay. This is so, okay. It begins in the morning with ink that is storming and with weeks of transforming. Okay. Begin. The bees will be swarming. It, it begins in the morning. With ink that is storming. With ink that is storming. And with weeks of transforming. Weeks of transforming. And is it the fourth line that would have helped me get to the result here? I'm I'm picturing a newspaper. Hint I could have given you that would give it all away. Oh, and you couldn't find the rhyming (gasps) word. Oh, now I can think of something that rhymes with it. Oh, what? Kind of. It's it's a little bit along the deliverability lines. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Where I'm kind of making it work. Right. From whence. And and she who does the same from whence you were borning. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's going to give it away. Uh, let's see. That's the is this a letters from my mother? Is that what the answer is? Close. Really? Um, You're very close. Ink swarming, transforming. It begins in the morning with ink morning. that is storming. The ink and that with is weeks swimming. of transforming. And with weeks of transforming. From she also does it from whence you were born, eh? <laughs> oh, uh, <gasps> oh, I think I think you're close. Tell me. Bridger. I have to know. I got you a copy of The Artist's Way. <gasps> oh, <laughs> is that the next thing that's coming? Yeah. Oh my God, that's great. My mom uh, does the art, has started yes. the artist way. She checked it out at the library. I hope, and if she's listening to this, mom, I hope you've now purchased a copy rather than depending on. Yes. I mean, bless the library, but you, this is a book you need a copy of just in your life. You need a copy of it also because you need to write in your own copy. Right. Now, let me tell you, I have four copies of the artist way. Why do you have four? I don't know. Someone thought, oh, Lizzie loves this. I'll get her the 25-year edition. Oh, sure. I maybe accidentally took someone else's, but every copy I have except the hardcover one is just torn to shreds because I've used it so much. Oh, I'm so excited about this. And I also saw that your mom was doing it and did these beautiful paint drawings or paintings of these mushrooms. Oh, right. She's been sending me uh, postcards like once a week of just beautiful paintings of mushrooms. And uh, I think she's really enjoyed it. Maybe it's my turn. I won't be painting, of course, but... I feel like, I don't know. Okay. I'm very excited to dive into the artist's way. You're one of the most creative people it. I know. It's not like we're like, God, we've got to find a direction for Bridge. <laughs> we truly we've do. We've got to get Bridge out of this depressive rut. <laughs> but it helps me whenever I'm stuck. Right. Um, it kind of stirs the pot a little bit. And they're like the little activities you do, like go on it. A- it's kind of a spiritual path. It's actually modeled after AA. Oh, interesting. The woman who wrote it, um, I believe she started drinking while she was writing and mm. she needed to kind of tease everything out. Right. And she went to AA. Her name's Julia Cameron. Okay. Um, uh, she's a playwright and I believe a screenwriter. And 
she went to AA and then she modeled this recovery for blocked artists. Okay. After AA. So it's a very emotional, uh, it's healing. Wow. That's, um... you know, in one chapter, I'll be like, list five, like list your grievances or why can't you believe in a supportive higher power? Tell me why. Right. And so it's kind of while you're doing these, you do morning pages every day, three pages stream of consciousness, which I've been doing for a very long time, which is why I've become a notebook hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> and that all has to be done uh, handwritten, right? I do it by hand. Yeah, okay. because it's a different, it connects in a different way. Right. You can't do it as quickly. You have to think it through right. more or whatever. Yes, I actually looked this up because I am dealing with a notebook overload. Oh, sure. You just have boxes and boxes of them? I have so many of them. And part of me thinks I should just throw them away, but I've actually, you know, also written stuff I kind of like in these notebooks. So I went on the minimalist, you know, there's that minimalist podcast. And someone asked them, what do I do with all my old journals? And they said, start writing them on a computer. Oh, so you like digital transfer. They said to just write, like type on a computer. Oh, like start now. I don't know yes. that that's a great idea. I don't think so either. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make these guys be artists right. too, on top of everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, I, I guess that is just essentially <laughs> or, blogging too. This person, this yes. person is just telling you to blog. and Exactly. It's not 2007. No, it's so not. Get get out your pen. Get out your paper. You've got to get it out. Let's get. You've got to write about the peacock infestations yes. happening in your neighborhood. Think of you know. There's not a lot going on right now, but try to find something happening and write right. it down. Yes, Lizzie. Yes. I have to say, it's time to move on in the podcast. I feel like we're going to set sail okay. with the gift, or not the gift, the game portion of the pod. Maybe we should have some sort of. Light wind here. Maybe we set sail. Mm. That would be nice. A soothing wind sound. Maybe that I could love be a new that. element. Wait, so podcast. no game today? We are going to play the game. Oh, we are going to play. I, I'm, conf- oh. I'm here to confuse you. That's my. I goal. said no games. <laughs> so uh, I think with you, I think we're going to play uh, the game Gift Master. And, oh my god! Um, t- to play that game, first of all, I need a number between one and ten from you. Oh God. Eight. Okay, eight. Right now, I have to go calculate the part of the game that you'll be playing with. So, right now, you've got the microphone. Promote yourself. Okay. Promote something. Okay. Recommend something. Do whatever okay. you want with this time. I'll be right I'm gonna back. I'm going to do that. Right now, I am taking, or finished, actually, the David Lynch Masterclass. I recommend it so strongly, so highly. Um. He talks about turning off all distractions for four hours a day, which I've been doing daily, 12 to 4. I'll admit, sometimes I slip up, but I like it. Um, What can I plug? I have a podcast called Lizzie Cooperman's Home Alone 4. It's a weekly podcast. And I am on episode 4. I think the fourth episode on this season of Corporate um, in an episode written by the one and only Bridger Weiner. Bridger, am I just saying these plugs like this part will definitely be deleted? No. Oh. (laughs) I'm like, is this like, okay, now you go play in that room. (laughs) And (laughs) no, we'll... (laughs) 
You've got. Well, look at whatever you still picture have you drew. Time, so do what you need to do. Okay. Um. Another thing I'm doing is I'm taking a UCLA class right now. I'm writing my memoir because apparently I'm 90 years old, and I am really enjoying it. And it's it's very challenging. Um, I'm really trying to crack open the structure, and I'm also listening to an audiobook on memoir by Natalie Goldberg, who actually pronounces it memoir, which really sounds like a spicy soup to me. Okay, I'm I would back. love some memoir. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. You kind of did all sorts of things at that time, which is uh, mm. very nice to hear. We got some self-promotion. We got uh, promotion for other things. Uh, I think that's a good use of the time. So, oh, and my rat business. Your rat business has got to... <laughs> the pandemic has been bad for your rat business. We've, we do not your want it to close down. <laughs> no, but I will say uh, Home Alone 4 is an excellent podcast to listen to. You've got to listen to... I, I didn't hear everything you said, but your spe- your uh, um, uh, organism is so funny. Look that up. Oh, on my Spotify. album, Organism. Yeah, yeah yes. she has an album called Thanks, Organism. Bridger. It's so funny. You will be like moment to moment. You will be laughing. But we're about to play the game, Lizzie. So buckle up. OK. OK, so I'm going to name three gifts, three potential gifts and then three celebrities. <laughs> you have to tell me which celebrity you will give which gift. Bridger, I might have to turn on my phone to Google celebrities because I don't know who anyone is. I think you'll know, and I'll give some context on some level. Okay, the gifts are a desert cottage, a mop bucket, and a mop bucket, Okay, and a huge microwave. Now... It's so like, Lizzie, when have you ever heard of a mock bucket? Oh, <laughs> like a fake bucket. <laughs> it's like an There's example no, bucket. This is what no the handle. bucket would be. <laughs> if we produce the bucket, this is what essentially what it'll okay. look like. No, it's a mop for mopping. And now okay. I think, I can't remember if uh, we've used a huge microwave in the past in Giftmaster, but uh, if we have, it's back on the menu. Huge <laughs> microwave. <clears throat> now... The people you're going to be giving these to are uh, Steve Harvey. So, okay. you know, talk show host, kind of obnoxious personality, Steve Harvey. Um, uh, let's see here. Rivers Cuomo, who a lead singer of Weezer, Rivers Cuomo, kind of a, okay. uh, another interesting personality type. And finally, Danny Trejo. Actor Danny oh. Trejo. We all love and know Danny Trejo, who yes. also runs, you know various taco and donut donut establishments around los angeles so those are the three people all men so i apologize for that uh right we're looking at a rivers cuomo steve harvey okay yeah okay i have one already okay let's hear it the first one is steve harvey definitely gets the mop bucket okay and why because i feel like well he's doing his thing and he's out there he can go hello or something like that like (laughs) through the mop bucket like i feel like he could use it as a mic megaphone you could hit it and be like come on right drill like he could use it to percuss yes uh, i feel like he could use the mop bucket to enhance his monologue make a strike it to make a point Mm mm-hmm or like, and this of, is you, and this is you, Ben. And then I'll put the mop bucket on his head and be like, and this is you guys with the mop bucket on your head. 
this is how like, you're acting around your woman or whatever. You talk about men and women, right? Right. You know, you, terrible you, you way. You could do a one-man show with that. He could be the woman then mopping. Stereotypical <laughs> woman mopping the kitchen, then the guy comes home. Right. Or I can see Steve turning a mop over, you know, like people do and treating that as the woman on stage. That yeah. feels in line with his kind of comedy. Steve, if you're listening, we're willing to produce this sexist special that you've got. Um, I think that's an excellent first call there. You're giving Steve everything okay. he needs to continue doing what he does. Okay. okay. The microwave goes to rivers. Okay. And why? The reason is microwaves are music. Oh, interesting. Um, and I think you could do really interesting things. You could call a song like potato two. Okay. When I make a baked potato and I hit potato twice, right? Like that's a great name for a song. Potato twice. Potato and then, like, twice. It starts out and it goes beep, beep. And then, and then the song. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, okay. I think that's a decent, okay. uh, use the microwave as an instrument rivers. Quote. Yes. There you go. Danny, I want you to have it all. You want Danny to have it all. I want Danny to uh, Danny. Uh, by the way, please wear bug spray if you go to a desert cottage. <laughs> <laughs> You've had experiences. Yes, I've I I've had. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm like. Do we? <laughs> this this leads into another hour long uh, <laughs> podcast about Lyme disease. I think the bottom Let's line is say, when you're out in the wilderness. Yes, protect yourself from take bugs. Safety, right? What? I mean, people need to be protecting themselves from They bugs. do. I am telling you, this is a PSA. Tuck your pants into your socks. Oh, absolutely. And if it's too hot out, don't go. Right. Stay home. Trust me. A tick bite is nothing to fool around with. It's nothing to fool around. Get the medication immediately. 30 days minimum of doxycycline. Okay. So there you go. Danny Trejo. That's from Lizzie Cooperman, MD. Uh, listen to that, Danny Trejo, in your desert cottage. I wonder yes. if he already owns one. If he does, great. He can have another. I don't know what to do. I wonder if it's, he has a taco restaurant too on in Hollywood. It's called uh, Trejo's Tacos. I'm going to yes. be honest, not not world class tacos, but they're fine. Right, you right. Know, they're a little. You can find a better taco in Los Angeles, Danny. All right, sell it and get the cottage. Get the cottage. Okay. Gift to yourself. <laughs> Um, okay, I think that you did a really good job there. You, everybody, uh, you did it efficiently. You did it with care. And, Thank you. Uh, I think those men are all going to enjoy their new gifts. And so we're going to move on. The winds are blowing again. We're moving on to I said no questions. This is the part of the podcast okay. where people have been writing into I said no gifts at gmail dot com. They are desperate for answers. They need to know. Uh, they have questions about gifts to give people in their lives or that sort of uh -huh. thing. Let's answer a couple of questions really quickly here. We'll try to get through them. Okay. First of all, this one says, Bridger, two of my good friends are pregnant right now, and I'm bummed that I won't be able to hold the babies when they arrive because of the apocalypse. I want to get each of them something because as soon as you become a mom, everything becomes about the baby. Obviously, I would like to be friends with both of these babies, so perhaps they deserve presents too. What are your thoughts? Thank you, Jordan in Ontario. Jordan in Ontario is looking to get her friends. So I guess she, the babies are coming, but she wants to get the mothers a gift. Is that what? And then maybe oh, I thought she was saying, but I can't hold them. Well, she can't hold them. That's part of that. She's bummed about that, but she wants well, to get the gifts. I have an idea. Okay, let's hear it. Oh, 
get the baby a onesie, but then get your arm sculptures of your arms coming out the armholes. <laughs> <laughs> so stuff it with a torso. <laughs> to like plaster so it can casts feel of your, your embrace. Right. <laughs> That's what this baby needs right now is kind of a, the mannequin's touch. It's exactly. Like a, <laughs> Sorry, I, did, I didn't mean to make light of it. And I do want to think of a good guest. I feel like um, uh, to get the mother, these moms are going to want some, they're going to want something relaxing, I think, right now. They're about to give birth. Right. They're going and they're also probably going to have to go to you know not to bum everybody out but to extra lockdown hospitals that sort of thing so it's probably deeply stressful um so what do you get a new mother who needs to relax well i'm gonna say i am unlike a lot of people and guests i've heard on the podcast i like the most basic gift possible and what do you mean I love a candle. Oh, sure. I love a sock. Right. I love a bath salt. Okay. Yeah. Just things that you're you're going to use no matter what. Right. And if they're not crappy quality, you'll use them. Don't cheap yes. on the things, but uh, put some care into them. But they're basic things that we all use at some point. Bath salts. Interesting. Right. That might be something, you know, your body is tired. You're exhausted from giving birth. But or maybe something to distract a baby, because especially now where you can't leave your house. Right. And you're something for them. Yeah. To distract. Like, yeah, I would get some kind of baby Einstein thing that goes ding, 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 or whatever that a baby will just stare at for hours. <laughs> get the baby a flat screen TV. Just starting off. <laughs> I think I think that's a gift that can be enjoyed by mother and baby. Just a huge TV. I, that's a really funny baby gift to send. I mean, <laughs> People would be so like, confused. It, it just say the inevitable. <laughs> Give Who up. Are we now. kidding? Okay, I think. Okay, Jordan, send them either a television, bath salts, a candle, or uh, I think a robe. Onesie. Oh, <laughs> a robe. Yeah, <laughs> onesie with mannequins. With arms coming out. I think a nice robe. Right now, why aren't? Why isn't everybody in a robe all the time anyway? Wow. So send them some. Maybe the baby gets a robe. Well, too. because I was arrested for that once. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, we're moving on. I don't feel like we gave you that good of advice, but you're. That's what happens when you write in to me. Now, next up, dear Bridger and guest, my husband will be turning 35 soon, and I need help choosing a gift. In the past couple of years, I've done a painting of him and one of our cats and a book of encouragement where I got all of our friends to say thoughtful and sweet things about him and put it in a book. Now I have to. I feel like I have to one up myself every year. He likes video games, writing, and our cats. Please help. That's from Ari in Minnesota. Ari, um, that's where I'm from. Ari is looking to get um, their husband a gift, trying to one up. That okay? That uh, Ari, first off, first off, that is a losing game. You're going to destroy yourself. <laughs> so you can't one up yourself every year. What What have you gotten for Jim? What's the What was the last birthday Let's gift? See. If you don't mind, the last birthday gift. Um, I feel like he was uh he was on tour, and I got him. I think I got him an iPad, but that may have been for Christmas. Oh. Um, he he needed something to work on and uh, or like to FaceTime with and that sort of thing. And so I think I got him oh, nice. an iPad and earbuds, 
like wireless earbuds and mm. those uh, he used a lot but they those were also just kind of they're just practical things they weren't super okay. thoughtful in a way I mean okay. as speaking of video games sorry I don't know get the ring fit adventure this has become the this <gasps> is uh well, we've already talked about this on the podcast. I'm now just literally turning this into a sponsored ad. I think I still the onesie with mannequin arms. Yes. What husband doesn't want to be kind of cradled in a onesie? Um, the cats Honestly, the though. I, and the, uh, I Wait, there's a, can you say again what, what the husband's interests are? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, video games, writing, and cats. So, and he's turning okay. 35. So, uh, of course, we've also already just talked about the artist's way. So, if um, if oh. the husband has um, used that before or not, that could be a gift. Um, the cats. Is there a cat tree, a cat condo, a cat toy? Premium I'm gonna, cat food. I'm going to go ahead and say... A year's worth of master classes or one master class. Oh, this is also the master class sponsored podcast. I, I've taken every class and done every program. I'm a mess without direction. If sure. I don't have someone saying, this is what you need to do every morning. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most valuable thing? I will just turn to sludge immediately. What, what have you learned from master class? Let's well, give away some on of the, the break, I was saying. I did the David Lynch master class. Right. It, I just felt emboldened by it. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> a little worried that I'm too bold for the podcast. No. <laughs> to be frank. <laughs> now wait, you did. The it David- really emboldened me. I've <laughs> I've gray smoke curling out of my ears as I speak. I feel emboldened. <laughs> um, Does but- David Lynch also have a book? Did you mention that in this in your promotion? Uh, Catching the big fish is that what it's called? I didn't. I didn't talk about that, but I have read that book. Is that valuable? And I do own it. Okay, that might be something worth looking into for a writer. Intimidate anybody um, by my ownership of a book. I'm like, and I do happen. <laughs> I own a single book. Have a copy. <laughs> um, of the David Lynch masterclass, I was saying he tells you to turn your phone off every day f- or to not be distracted for four hours a day. Oh, very valuable. You've started doing um, extremely, that. Extremely, yes. I've cheated a few times. Okay. As everybody um, will right. too. Right. Oh, that's a great little piece of advice that, you know. Yeah. We're, I mean, I guess you just got the master class. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe we just take six hours more on this podcast and kind of. Or just call me and I'll spew regurgitated <laughs> uh, lessons Order a cameo from <laughs> Lizzie and say, spill the most. Let's get a summary of the master classes. That's the husband. That's the gift you give your husband, Ari. <laughs> a cameo. From Lizzie as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> revealing everything she's learned through masterclass. But the masterclasses, they have Judy Blue. Like they have, they have all different writers from all different genres. You've got everybody. Yeah, I've never used it. I can't. James speak to Patterson, oh, Malcolm wow. Gladwell, Aaron Sorkin. What are they paying these people? Poet to do Billy these Collins, Margaret Atwood has one. And are they an hour long? What's the deal? No, they're a, a series of lessons oh, with homework that you can download and, oh, wow. and participate. Again, I've never used this, so I can't speak to its quality, but Lizzie seems to be very into it, Ari. Think about that for your husband. Mm-hmm. Or, Ari, you've gotten enough of our attention. We're moving. <laughs> the podcast is nearly we over. We miss you, Ari. Go get your husband a wonderful gift and uh, uh, live wonderfully. Lizzie, we're done giving people advice. We're done with the help. 
This is, I'm not here. I, this is not a charity I podcast. Can't that. I, I give what I can give. Um, <laughs> the show is over. Essentially, the show is over, and it's been so wonderful having you here. Show's over. <laughs> like, I'm just Clear hanging out. out in a theater. <laughs> We've got another another set in twenty. <laughs> um, no, this uh, this has been absolutely a delight. I've now got a beautiful, I would say, full power sage. Right. That I will be uh, once I have moved. We'll be using, and then I've got. Remind me again the name of this crystal. Uh, selenite. Selenite, which I may uh-huh. uh, roll pizza dough with. I may display. <laughs> it can do it all. Lizzie, you're. Uh, I don't have to tell you, you're an absolute delight. And it's oh my god! So well, this has been the ultimate gift. Oh, it's, you are the uh, gift. Being a guest on your show, Bridger. I'm so excited to have you here, and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll be able to see each other in real life in the future. And yes. uh, in the meantime, everyone, the as I've uh, made very clear, the podcast is over. So eventually, the audio will end and. You will move on with your day, and we'll see you next week. Or if this is the last episode you listen to, that's that's your business. All my love. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's engineered by Earth Angel Stephen Ray Morris. The theme song is by Miracle Worker Amy Mann. Uh, you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at I Said No Gifts. And if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life, email me at I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you found me. And why not leave a review while you're at it? I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home